hi everyone welcome back to another episode of amateur in election what the fuck <laughs> amateur in election in election year 2020 <laughs> <It's election. laughs> say that shit Woof. wait what <laughs> cheers Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Oh, fuck. I forgot a question. I do this every fucking time now. It's fine. It's easy um, to edit. Don't worry about it. It's so easy. True. I'll come up with a good one. Um, are you Jewish? <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you a Jewess or are you a Gentile? <laughs> fuck. Um, Huh. I don't know about you. I've had an incredibly long week. Um, we were planning on doing this a bit earlier in the week and shit just hit the fan um, kind of across the board on Friday. Obviously, we had the passing of um, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah. which was uh, a lot. Um, and then with I believe it was Wednesday with Daniel Cameron and the AG of Kentucky coming out and saying that there's no charges for mm -hmm. the killing of Breonna Taylor. Um, this week has just been a clusterfuck. Yeah. An extra um, rib kick. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely ridiculous. And, and I, I'm struggling at work and at home and with a lot of things and just trying to figure out where to focus my attention to affect change. And it's terribly frustrating because it's so big and I don't know exactly what to do. Um, but uh, I just printed off a 59 page report of some community policing shit in Fort Worth. And there's a meeting coming up on the 30th that I'm going to call into and have questions. So um, I implore anyone anywhere, everywhere, um, to do your homework and um, be involved in any way that you can because this is just... It matters, yeah. Yeah. Soon enough is not soon enough. Now is needed. So um, jumping into this episode, changing the subject a bit, we're going to have a good time with this one. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tonight, on the night that this drops, uh, goes live, it'll be the very beginning of Yom Kippur, yeah. which is a... Jewish tradition that I had literally no knowledge of. It's a, it's our white privilege, Kendall. It's not our <laughs> fault. <laughs> the white people before us, you know, the white evangelical Christians before us. I hit it. Literally yeah. hit it. Yeah. And uh, hold on, I'm fighting my cat away so it doesn't make noise. Um, after, after doing a bit of research, it kind of sounds really, really fun. Now, like... I'm sure like practicing Jewish folk will be like, mm, fasting is not fun, you stupid bitch. <laughs> but we'll get into all of it. It's 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 really it's really interesting. And I think that this will be a great, a great episode. So I kind of jumped around in my notes. Da, 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 da. So we were looking at the calendar, trying to plan out some of the upcoming episodes to help us prepare notes and all that. And I noticed that this Sunday is the beginning of Yom Kippur, something that I had no idea about. Caitlin? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, we have white privilege and the people before us do. So we have no idea what is outside of our little bubble. And we're trying to reach out and learn more. 
We gonna pop that bitch right now. Thank you. Love it. We're making zit vids right here on Sunday nights. Come and watch. Popping bubbles. Um, okay. <laughs> so I didn't know if it was like a religious holiday or a festival or a tradition or what. So I did a little digging and discovered that it is the holiest of days for the Jewish faith. And it is called the Day of Atonement. Yeah. So... That sounds interesting. Let's do a little dive on that and see where it takes us. Also, this past week, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, a woman of Jewish faith. Um, this is a sobering time in American history, obviously, and we are thankful for RBG's leadership and service. Yes. And yeah, and we must be uh, paying careful attention to what the future brings for her replacement. That said, um, I was decompressing a few nights back, which these days looks a lot like chain smoking outside and watching copious amounts of TikToks. <laughs> and I finally figured out why they're so addicting to me. And it's the same way. Do you remember Vine? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I really, so my mother did this to me, but I really struggle with turning on a movie because my mother would always be like, movies are too long. It's such a time commitment. I don't want to promise you the next two hours of my life. I love that. And like, the <laughs> <laughs> That's a motto I need like on my forehead. Imagine, imagine like the wisdom of like, I won't even promise you the next two hours, let alone a lifetime. That's <laughs> next- right. <laughs> I don't know that you're worth it yet. So. <laughs> uh, amazing. Amazing. But also now I don't understand about 85% of pop cultural references. So you win and lose. Um, Anyway, TikToks are quick and short, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And on my For You page, this lady comes up, and she had just left a synagogue to pay her respects to RBG, mm-hmm. and she was a Christian. And so she walks in, and she says something along the lines of, I'm so thankful she's in a better place now. And she is taught that that is not how people of the Jewish faith imagine the afterlife, and it's a bit disrespectful to speak that way. And this is what you should say, something more like, may her memory be a blessing. And she, on her TikTok, says, you know what I did? I just shut the fuck up, and I listened, and I said that instead, and now everybody's happy. Oh, my God. That's exactly what 2020 needs, is more people like that. Yeah, I was just taking it like it was such a, a breath of fresh air that she was just like, you dumb bitch, you know what I did? I just listened to them. And yeah. then I did what they asked me to do. And <laughs> then I, that was it. That was the whole thing. So I don't know that she did anything wrong in the beginning in the sense that she used her world and her imagine, like her upbringing and her idea to wish well someone else. I do see, though, I do see, though, that like, no, that's not how we honor somebody who doesn't believe the same thing. So that's also right. I think she did A and then A plus. That's how I see it. Wishing well, going there, not somebody that is the same, you know, religion as you and reaching outside of yourself and going like, oh, yeah, like I have stuff to learn. I don't actually know everything. Huh. How funny that is. Love it. I love Uh, it. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. So that said, I just want to briefly go over um, Yom Kippur, and then we'll talk about some of the aspects of the Jewish faith and interfaith events and how we can be better at accepting thoughts other than our own. So 
the drink of this episode is the Mazel Tov, not the Molotov, which yeah, I'm also very, very, right very now. different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stockpiling both. Very mm. different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good one. Good one. Good one. I was just at a protest uh, this week and uh, on Wednesday night. And this guy, he was like, I had, I, I'd seen you guys protesting and I hadn't come and participated. But this is just across, you know, this is just absolute bullshit. And I'm here now. And as a matter of fact, you know what? I am Antifa. I am anti-Nazi. I'm anti And like three of the leaders like walked away from the stage. They're like, oh, fuck, I'm not Antifa. And I'm like, we all Antifa, girl. It Calm ain't down. real. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> if you're not against fascism, what the fuck are you? Like, uh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, the Mazel Tov cocktail. Uh, I found it online and it says this should be an important part of every Jewish holiday celebration, especially did Rosh Hashanah. I'm Hashana. sorry, did you just say the Molotov cocktail? Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. I'm going to do that so many times. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking gasoline. Oh, we're trying. Um, Actually, it's so fucking strong. Okay. The Mazel Tov cocktail should be an important part of every Jewish holiday celebration, especially, and I'm going to fuck this up too, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rosh Hashanah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, what better way to bring in the new year? Just don't have one right before you break fast on your Yom Kippur next week. There may not be enough bagels in New York to soak up the aftermath of this strong tipple, but it does work. I love this. They wrote this. This is so good. It says, but it does work wonders on guilt trips, which we'll get into why that's a great joke. <laughs> good job. Good job. So, whoever did that. It was fabulous. Dust off that unintentionally aged bottle of Manny, which is our affectionate term for Manischewitz, fortified kosher wine, um, because you finally got a use for it. Gin tempers its overbearing sweetness and gives it a bitter kick that works surprisingly well. So to make this a Mazel Tov cocktail, you need three ounces of Manischewitz. 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 I think... V's are W's and W's are V's. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Listen, we're here to learn safe space. (laughs) I think, because like many shivets. Yes, I think I think that's right. Truly, I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna edit this out. I don't know, and I want to (laughs) know. Like, don't hate on me. I just (laughs) yeah, make us a vid. Send us that pronunciation. I don't know. Well, I don't know that it's right, but I think you know we'll get there and we'll study and we'll look it up. Yes. So, three ounces of Manish Chivets. Manish Chivets. Say it with confidence. And one. (laughs) (laughs) One and a half ounces of gin and a twist of lime. And that is it. And I got to tell you. That sounds good. It looks good. Kendall's uh, drinking it. I'm watching him drink it. mm, Which could be a show of its own, really. Mm, Isn't it? But. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I opened the Manish Chivets. And. Um, you can buy, you can buy it. Like I brought it Kroger. Yeah. Which is, I also lovingly called the K Roger. (laughs) And. That's cute. That it's like, um, it's, it's like, I want to be sensitive here. I was going to be like, it's like, it smells like rotted wine. It just smells, it's like a very pungent (laughs) red wine. I mean, I'm on board. You had me. Yeah, you would love this. Yeah, you would love this. Anywhere on the spectrum, baby. I'm here. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then they're they're actually right. The gin does a really nice job of ooh deflowering the rosy Stop taste it. of the uh, <laughs> minishivit. I actually meant deflowering in the real way, not in the. You meant literal deflowering, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. virginal. Um, yeah. Are you crazy? Okay. I mean, I don't know, Kendall. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm... That was a setup. <laughs> okay. God. So I'm going to be fucking hammered by the end of this, but Good. that's Love fine. It. I think that. Um... Mazel. Yeah. Mazel tov. Yes. Okay. So to kick things off, I am going to make fun of this. I make fun of my own spiritual beliefs and everyone else is just the same. Mm-hmm. So if you are Jewish, I can vouch this is for not that. an attack. He makes fun of everybody equally. <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an attack on you or your belonging and place in the world. It's fucking comedy. So send your complaints to Joan Rivers. May her memory be a blessing, bitch. <laughs> also a famous yeah, yeah. Jew. Um, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. One of my friends who did not so much grow up in any faith just recently discovered tithe. Didn't was unfamiliar with tithe. Um, and I was on the phone with my parents, and my mother was discussing her tithe, and we started talking about it. And uh, he began asking questions, and the bewilderment on his face, just like ten percent to the church every month, always. Oh, and then cult. Cult and like screaming, like cult. This is cult. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm so normalized to it because, like, I grew up in it that it doesn't even cross my mind as mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. In the same way that, like, born of a virgin and like mm-hmm. swallowed by a whale and we lived have in questions. its stomach. <laughs> right. All up questions. Where's the Q and A session after? <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. Right. But, like, because you're, like, born into it. Right. You're trying to relate these two narratives, you know, the world around you and physics and science and all the things. (laughs) And then you're also trying to relate these stories that you've heard not only from your family, but, like, in a community that you really trust and in a whole upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. I I understand that. I have a thought on that, but we'll get to it later. I want to hear more about you. Well, that's that's it's just. I'm, I'm just trying to set this, the, like, the I, like this is not, this is not an attack. We're going to do a little bit of history. We're going to poke some fun at Moses because, I mean, come on. And then um, we'll be drinking. So that's, that's the show in a wrap. Um, that's every so. show in a wrap. <laughs> you did it. Like, that's every one of our episodes. So if you're new here, <laughs> just Welcome. know that's it. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> I think you just found our bio on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna poke fun of Moses, and then uh, and then we're gonna drink. So we're gonna get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool, cool, cool. So okay, um, okay. This okay. Here we go. Knives out. You ready? Yeah, please listen. I want to okay. hear it. I want to hear what you have to say. Let's do it. Yom Kippur in brief. So, what is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year when we are closest to God and to the essence of our souls. Yom Kippur means day of atonement, as the verse states, for on this day he will forgive you to purify you, that you be cleansed from all your sins before God. Mm. Another weird thing, before the what I was reading like all of this stuff about like Jewish faith and tradition, they do like the G dash D 
Why? Well, okay, so I had a friend who studied in seminary, and they did the same thing in seminary, but you had, like, the choice to, and it was more based on, like, if you believed that the word spoke to the power of God, that was fine. But if God, if the your sense of God was bigger than that sense of the word, it's kind of like capital D Democrat and D Democrat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just compared Democrats. Don't. To God. I mean, <laughs> where's your brain at, babe? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Interlections. No. Yeah. No. Okay. I get it. So it's just a little bit more of a reverence, is what it sounds like. Like we're right. going to revere this a little bit more. We're going to give it a little bit more respect than we feel we're giving at the moment. Right? Is that right? Okay. Okay. That's how it seems to me. It seems me very too. much. Yes. Reverence is a great word. So. When is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is the 10th day of Tishrei uh, in 2020 from several minutes before sunset on Sunday, September 27th until after nightfall on Monday, September 28th. Hmm. And it comes on the heels of Rosh Hashanah. Mm -hmm. Rosh Hashanah. Um, Mm -hmm. Fuck. Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Which is the Jewish New Year, which is on the first and second days of the Tishrei. At least somebody's getting a new year out of this because I'm ready. I am ready. I mean, (laughs) come on. Tell us how it is. Report back. Please. Is it 2021? (laughs) Did we win? Please. Okay. Now, how? How do you Yom Kippur? Uh, For nearly 26 hours, we, uh, quote, afflict our souls, end quote. We abstain from food and drink. We do not wash or apply lotions or creams. Do not wear leather footwear and abstain from marital relations. Okay. Instead, we spend the day in a synagogue praying for forgiveness. Wait, what? Wait, wait. The whole time? Not 24 hours. We just um, in the daytime and then we go home and sleep and don't have the maritals is what you're saying. Right. Which like. They don't stay there like, you know, day nine or hour 19. Like, no, it's okay. no, it doesn't seem like that. And it, it, it se- so it seems like it's like a full day at church, though, or synagogue, sure, sure. excuse me. Um, like it's a long day. Um, but no, I don't think it's like 20. You, you have to be at the church for the 26 okay. hours. OK. Um. I think that I can't remember if I wrote it down or if I just read it, but like there's like there, like you feast. There's there's a feast before um, to prepare for the fast, the 26 hour fast, and then there's a feast after, and like that's the big feast. So mm-hmm. like it's a it it the, the the which is so weird. The break feast is what they call it, or the break fast. Yep, Not break fast. That's what it means. Breakfast. Break fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing, like that's actually like the more important culturally like mm. because you did your time like you you know you paid your penance and now we're going to celebrate and you know, it's a you, big ass party yeah it makes sense i mean it, yeah. as like just as a theological you know study of religion kind of thing like it makes sense we're going to celebrate after we've done this thing that we all sacrificed for we're all going to celebrate that, i mean that makes sense right excuse me oh my Oh my God. This is two Gentiles trying to learn about. So anybody who is Jewish, please, <laughs> please forgive us. Please don't fucking listen to this one. <laughs> please forgive us in advance. Please. We are ways. trying. And you mm-hmm. know, you can't run before you walk. So we're crawling. <laughs> <laughs> stumbling. We're crawling, drunk. stumbling. 
then we'll walk, then we'll run, and then we'll be intellectual people. That's is the right. goal by the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we might be Jewish. Yeah. Shit. Ivanka did it. Listen. Listen. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm so, sorry. So here's the history. Yes, please. Um, you know, you know, Mama loves. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mama <laughs> I'm loves. Here for it. I'm here for it. Yes. And this is so fun. This is where we're getting the most. Because Old story. Testament. And there's a lot of overlap with the Christian Bible. Right. Yeah. I, know love, these, love, I was love, like, love. I know these fucking names. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. So. I know these fucking names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just months after the people of Israel left Egypt in the year 2448 from creation. So that's 1313 BCE. Mm-hmm. So like I'm reading all of that and I'm already mindfuck because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, like that's OK. OK. From creation is different than what I'm familiar with in whatever the fuck we do. And I don't even know what we're doing because it's not actually before Christ. Right. But we only measure is. our years by. um the birth of Christ, right? Or something. Yeah, because he died in 33 AD. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I'm 33. Sorry. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Self-actualization fucking existential crisis. <laughs> right now. It's fine. Anyway. She is a God. <laughs> he did a lot more than I did by now. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. It's up in the air. Uh, they he cured leprosy. So, <laughs> one time. One fucking time. <laughs> I got a PR job. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Continue. I, I am a fucking obnoxious person. No, Continue. no, no. No, I love it. So um, just months after the people left. So like the 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 people are going to the promised land. Da, da, da. Yes. They uh, sinned by worshiping a golden calf. Now, this story is yes. in the Bible. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Yes. So Moses ascended Mount Sinai and prayed to God to forgive them. And after two 40-day stints on the mountain, full divine favor was obtained. So the day Moses came down the mountain. The first time. The second time. Oh, the second time. The second time. Okay. Right. Which is, okay. This is so fun. Okay. So came down the mountain. This is the 10th of the of Tishrei, which is that, this like holy month thing. Yeah. Um, was to be known forevermore as the Day of Atonement, which is Yom Kippur. Yeah, okay. So, um, I didn't know that, or I didn't at least remember. Did you remember that about Moses? Oh, which part? Because like... Doing it twice. Yeah, because the way that it was explained to me, there was some irreverent fucking catechism teacher or something, or probably my mother, sorry. There she is. I'm going to look. Yes! The in there. Somebody said, this is how it was explained to me. Enjoy. He went up the mountain and did this pilgrimage <laughs> to fucking get <laughs> some tablets for humanity. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> he comes back down like, oh, my God, this is such a big deal. I've got uh, I'm holding fucking humanity in my hands, like the rules right. for humanity. This, is, this is such a big fucking deal. It's so much bigger than me. He comes down, sees that they're worshiping a false idol and goes, yep. what the actual fuck? And then breaks them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's wrong. But. And it's like, God damn it. And he has to go back up and ask the boss for a second set of PowerPoints. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I exactly. remember it. Like, that That's- is hilarious. And also, like, listen, if we're not all the office in that, like, that's all oh, of yeah. us trying to do our fucking best. It, and these fucking people. I'm trying to lead you, you idiots. What are you doing? 
So, so yeah. So like God had freed them from Pharaoh. They go, you know, across the Dead Sea. I might be mixing up several stories they here. They did. But no, they went across. The, right. He freed him from Pharaoh. 40 years in the desert. They wandered. Yeah. 40 years. 40 yeah. Back years. years. 40 Ugh. years. Anyway. Like a kid is born, a kid is 40 by the time they get there, is all I'm saying. Get there. Okay. Disgusting. Yes. Um, Everyone would be angry and tired by then. I mean, at that point, I'd be worshiping any, like, golden calves, too. What the fuck? <laughs> right, right. Same. Uh, <laughs> fucking tired. Are they going to give me a so bed? That's, right. <laughs> is it warm? Is it yeah. fucking warm? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I don't, uh, see, I don't know that I ever knew that. Maybe, like, vaguely, like, that, like, he, like, tripped and fell and they broke and he had to go do it again. But... I think it was more of a rage drop. Like, I think it was just more <laughs> like, God damn it. And then he was like, oh, literally, God, God damn, it. damn it. And like, I got to go back up and get it again because I fucked up. <laughs> so, so fabulous. So um, <laughs> what I wrote, um, Moses goes up on the mountain to negotiate the terms of forgiveness for all of mankind. Ooh. Um, and Listen he here, comes Ruth Bader down. Ginsburg. <laughs> no. But no, like, listen to what they're saying. Oh. This is so crazy. Too soon. Okay. So uh, he goes up to negotiate with God. Yeah. The like, terms listen. of forgiveness <laughs> for all mankind. Right. Like And like alone, goes alone. And he comes down to see that the Israelites, whom God had just freed from the Egyptians, were now worshiping a golden calf and on the same fucking stone tablets... That he was bringing down the mountain, it said that you could not worship any idol. Mm -hmm. So the people would now be subject to die. Mm. So Whoops. Moses broke them on purpose so that the rules didn't apply. Oh, how noble of him. <laughs> I feel like it's more my version, but we can write history, we can rewrite history however we need to. It's fine. But how arrogant of you to go back up. Hypothetically speaking, to go back up and be like, God, listen, I have some edits. I turned on comments on the Microsoft Word document. I think you did great. But here are just my thoughts. Right. Just like I just like pinned through a couple things. Yeah, there's just like a couple of things. And like, you know, I I understand that you are all knowing and omniscient and whatever, but like I'm here with these people, been here for 40 years. I just definitely get that they're not gonna adopt this new way unless we like rephrase. It's a perfect right. CEO to like fucking manager situation. Yes, it is that. I just can't help but imagining like a guy alone on a mountain with like a chisel and like nobody's talking to him. He's just up there writing shit down on stuff, right? He tried like the first time and he was like, God damn it. These fucking people. Do you know how long it took me to etch this shit? <laughs> right. Fine. It's fine. I'll start over because you need the best. Fine. Right. So I, I, I was intrigued too. by this whole uh, story and I did a little bit of extra research. Um, and like I ended up on some like theologians page mm. like a theologian uh discussion board if you will you know i like the like niche web pages do i i like the niche web pages i like the oh, random yeah. the super like, take us down the path of least like like where it's like oh that's not mainstream where'd you go to get that right right yeah and like Two people, there was like three comments. And like the first one was like, I, I don't think that this is the point of the story. 
Mm-hmm. And the difference is in the tablets isn't clear. And what he was talking about was in the Bible, there's Bible. two versions. Now, the Bible is not the Torah. So, like, Correct. I don't know if there's a difference in the Torah Ten Commandments versus the biblical Ten Commandments. But, like, in Leviticus and then in Deuteronomy. I'm going to look it up. If the Torah Old Testament. I'm going to look it up. I would think talk. that both of those are Old Testament, though. So, they maybe are exactly the same. I'm going to look it up. So, they don't. There's like very minor differences in like the language and it's based on like Moses's remembering of how it was said versus how it was written on the tablet. Mm-hmm. And then the next person was like, well, God chiseled the first one. And then after Moses <laughs> broke it, Moses chiseled the second one. And then God changed the words after Moses had chiseled it to make them fit. Mm-hmm. And then the next person was like, well, the stone tablets were too heavy. So the chiseling magically pulled weight off of them so that Moses could then carry them down the mountain. I'm sorry. And I'm like, none of this has anything to do with it says don't worship false idols in the second and first version. So like Moses breaks it and it goes back up. And now the rules apply because I've convinced them not to do this. But then they're saying that God makes mistakes in this argument and listen listen christianity has chuck full chuck full of this kind of contradiction oh this is christianity too like but this is I'm this just saying, is completely like, you're saying in line that with... god was like oh I'll, i'm willing to take edits <laughs> like, right huh? right like you broke the stone tablet so you broke the the, the promise and and now we're going to restart on another promise yeah so i just didn't rem- like i didn't remember that and it, it I don't know what that is, but I yeah, love it. Yeah, I'm reading and, through, and it seems like it, there's a lot of overlap, but it's not exactly the same. Um, I'm reading very quickly, like, actual intelligent information on this article that I'm treating like it's like a BuzzFeed article. But <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of overlap, but there's a lot of other um, <laughs> things that are not quite, not quite, they don't quite line up. Sisters, not twins. You hear what I mean? Sisters, not twins. <laughs> right, 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 right. Cousins. <laughs> yeah. They cousins. Yes. I, I, I just don't. <sighs> I, it's such a weird thing to like not have answers for, right? Like it's like the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. and there's like discrepancies. And I'm like, but it's the Ten. Okay. Do you remember really quick? Do you remember on this last episode on ethics? I told you that all the different societies around the world at different times had the same story. Moses was one of them. So when we talked about ethics, Moses was one version of the story of like a, a human person goes up to God in their various forms and goes, Oh, what are the rules? And then God goes, <laughs> these are the rules. And then I'm going to whisper the rules into your ear. And then you need to top of the mountain. That's right. John and Smith. Then you, then you go tell everybody else. What I'm I not that. I'm not. I'm not shitting on John Smith, but I think it's John Smith. John Smith with the that's Mormon face. Oh, no, but that's that's right. He yes. literally in like, I don't know, fucking 18, whatever. I know my facts, obviously. But he said, like, I got these tablets. 
from God. Literally. He did. He pulled a Moses in America <laughs> in like the 1800s, and then the people were like, reasonably, can I see them? Like, <laughs> like what? That's amazing. Like, you're stretching my my brain a little. Like, can you show us? And he was like, Nah. Like, I'm gonna bury him in my backyard and never tell you. But trust me that this is what it is. It's like okay. That's getting a little culty. I'm a little scared right. to trust somebody that's not going to show me the God-given tablets that apparently you were rewarded for some fucking reason. And right. also you have a hundred wives. I'm not judging. I am judging. Right. But also, like, does seeing them fix the problem, though? No, because it could have just been etched. I mean, you're right. Like, he could have been like, here it is. I that's what I'm night. saying about this. Is that's my what I'm craft. saying about Moses. This is my diorama <laughs> that I made. Yeah. Yeah. My eight-year-old did this yeah. for a class project. It's just bizarre to me that, like, I was, like, once cool with that. Like, I was, like, once, like, yeah. oh, yeah. God was up on that mountain, and he told Moses what to write. And, no, actually, God wrote it on the stone, mm-hmm. and then Moses carried the stone down. But, like, he was up there by him. Like, I, like and now I'm like, that motherfucker was up there on top of that mountain so, <laughs> writing rules on stones. That's right. <laughs> The way that I learned it, and maybe this is helpful and maybe it isn't. Um, remember, because I come from a Catholic background, which is different than your background, which is different from the Jewish faith. True. Um, like, I learned it like Catholics believe the metaphor of the stories, and we are not to take it as literal translation. Mm-hmm. So did Moses go down the mountain and go, God damn it, and like go back up <laughs> the mountain, literally to speak to God? Catholics, and I could be misquoting this, but I'll just say in my family, we were taught it doesn't matter. Like, don't put your energy into the brain work that is required to make it fit. It's a metaphor story to teach you the morals that you need to have. So don't focus on it. Where I was told, and I don't know this is, I don't know this as fact. I was told this from one side of one perspective. I was told that the more um, Protestant based faiths were more literal so they meant more like no like this bitch actually did it (laughs) on a tuesday went up there it was raining and he did it anyway and god was up there with him and then the catholics were more like no that doesn't necessarily mean anything we're just taking the moral from it and we're going to leave everything else behind because it doesn't really fit and we know it doesn't fit and we all acknowledge that it doesn't fit. It's not better. It's just a different way to interpret it. So I think there's probably a lot of spectrum in the Jewish faith. I say with no fucking knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. I think that there's probably a big spectrum there that we're, there's people that are like, this is literally what we believe. This is what happened. And then there's probably a lot, just as many or more that are like, we're supposed to take out the nuggets that make us good people and right. behave. Back Absolutely. to the ethics episode, the morality. Like you yeah. said very wisely, a lot of people put it in the divine, like they put it in their faith. And that's how they combine and understand it. So I think right. there's probably a huge amount of people that are like, no. I mean, like, obviously that's stupid. <laughs> we're like, girl, same. Right. But right. they're like, but we're still going to not be assholes because we got this We got this idea about not worshiping false idols. Like, it's a metaphor. So don't worship a president or, right. Right. you know, that shit. anything else. Say keep that. your shit together and keep your priorities together and don't fall off the train tracks. That's how I understand this. And I think, I think that's, that's probably beautiful. the same. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And and like, that's a good note. I, like, I feel very comfortable just absolutely throwing shit at this because this is also like, this is a part of shared 
Like this is a part of both the, like Jewish and Christian and Catholic and all, yeah, like, all I mean, of it. Again, like, all sisters, We all right? get to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad that you said that though, because like I'm, I'm discovering that I have a much, I have a higher level of respect and like patience and uh, maybe even like acceptance of like these more aged faiths, like um, faith that is more like, found in longer um ig- like existence and practice and all of those yeah. like, like it's stood the test of time i hear you i hear you and like yeah, yeah and like the way that the people of those faiths act compared to yeah. it's like old money Noble. and new money yeah. it's like yeah i can like there was this, i think there's this older jewish lady that's a on tiktok and she's like uh yeah i'm just you know trying to do my best and um it, it they just seem to have a much more level head on their shoulders in the brokenness of 2020 like there's people, a foundation that's a little bit more cemented versus on sand right absolutely yeah yeah and like i hear you you hear can you. feel it you can taste it you yes. can see it like like they just exude this like it's not calm but it's like it will be okay so yes. long as we do what we're supposed to do. And it's attractive, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Yes. So so that reminds me. That reminds me. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because, okay, there was a, and you should definitely watch it if you have a moment. I understand the two-hour rule. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, my God. So, it Okay. When this all started and we were all like home and fucking terrible, everything was starting in 2020 and we were all working from home and we were trying to figure out this new way of living, whatever. There was a thing on primetime called Saturday Night Cedar, S-E-D-E-R. Okay. And it was a Jewish holiday that... A ton of people jumped in on to celebrate digitally on Zoom. Mm. And let me tell you, you need to find it. It's you need to watch it because I watched it and I was like crying. There Mm. were first of all, I, I looked up an article on this for this specific reason. So because, again, it's beautiful in 2020, specifically in 2020. There is yeah. a beauty there. I know they're flawed. I know every religion is flawed. but this. It was called um, Saturday Night Cedar. Um, what the fuck is his name? George Costanza, Jason Alexander um, hosted it. And then there were a bunch of Gentiles. There was like Josh Groban and um, Darren Chris and Rachel Brosnahan, who is, um, that's an Irish name. Well, Rachel's not, but Brosnahan is. Uh <laughs> Like, she's the Miss Maisel, Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, all of these people contributed and made it very cute. And they had all of the... And so they were celebrating this Jewish tradition for everyone. And they brought it live on primetime. That's a big deal. That's a big deal for for a non-mainstream kind of narrative. And then all these stars, like Adina Menzel, who I worship, like, Mm -hmm. all of these people came on and they talked about what it means to them and whatever. And they had comedy and then they have like a serious moment about what it means and like all the, all the strife and suffering that their people had. For me, I'm romanced by the idea of a people, any people, any people 
group of people, pick it, anyone, that has had a history of suffering and learning and knowledge and nobility. Like we've learned, we've we've come together, we've uh, risen above. That's so attractive always. It is particularly attractive in 2020. So I would I would mm-hmm. say to anybody, because I'm sure it's recorded and you can find it on YouTube, watch the Saturday Night Cedar. It was amazing. I watched it again in real time. I was texting all of my people and I was like, this is amazing. And they're like, you are the most fucking white Irish <laughs> Catholic girl. Stop telling us you're proud of us. And I was like, oh! I love it so much because I was so inspired. I was so inspired. So yeah. anyway, sorry, a, can, a little derail that, but there you go. No, no, it, it, it speaks to like, there's just, I, I think I've spoken before in the podcast about, I have a, one of my dad's, my mom and dad's best friends, uh, they're Orthodox Catholic, which is different than Catholic. I don't know what that means. I don't know the difference. And I'm Catholic, not Orthodox, yeah. apparently. It's, it's, it's so like the Orthodox Catholic, Orthodox Catholicism is the original church, and it's—I don't know what that means. It's like Church of the Disciples. Like it's like when the church started, it was Orthodox Catholic, okay. and down the line, they split at when the church decided to instate a pope. Catholic's so, pretty fucking intense. So I don't know how you're going to explain to me how Orthodox is going to be a concentrated, more OG version of it's, Catholicism. It's, so like in like Oof. wherever Texas, there's this church and I've been a couple times. And Love it. Like, Look at you. Love it. And it, oh, it's so cool. It's like um, they've got this candle that's like massive, the size mm-hmm. of like a fucking... I don't know, it's huge. And it's like built into the wall. Mm. And like the flame is like a 500 year old flame oh. and that they can trace back from like Belize. It came from it like, and, da, 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 and like the, like the, it's very like Protestant growing up Protestant. It was like, this is like religion and we don't do wow. that because we're spiritual people. Um, what do you mean we don't do that because we're spiritual people? Explain that to me. Protestant, at least in the way that I've experienced it, Protestantism is very much like religion is bad. A connection with Christ is good. So it's like. Oh, my God. Uh-huh, it's like. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I yeah. hurt myself. Shut up. It's, Shut up, It's Caleb. like. Uh, bab- like So, like, I was never baptized, but I was raised in a Baptist family the first 10, 15 years of my life. And it was like a big deal to be baptized. But at the same time, it really wasn't because that was just like part of the religion. So long as I was like Christian, that was the thing that mattered. Right. More than that sounds like the, what, that sounds like the same thing that I was talking about. The metaphor, the the morals, the prin- the principles are there. You know, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, and no. Um, yes. The principles are so long as like is like you believe and you're a believer. That was very much the language that like folk around me would use. Um, yeah. But it, what I'm talking about with like the Orthodox Catholicism, even Catholicism, is huge on like ceremony and tradition and to, like. You're telling me I wore a right. white fucking gown and held a book for a man as yeah. an altar server for <laughs> well, four he can hours. recite the Bible that he knew by heart. Right, girl, I know. <laughs> Right. Swinging. Yeah, right. And like, and I think that like there's a lot of that in Judaism. And I think that like, like Mecca, like Tell we're me. going to do an episode on like, on um, 
fuck me, Ramadan, or I can't remember what's coming up. Something's coming up. We'll do an mm-hmm. episode on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the trip to like the big cube and then like 3 million people circling this cube day and yeah. night for like, like there's Even like cool. Even praying toward it. Yeah, yeah. They pray big. toward Mecca. Like if wherever they are, they pray in that direction. Every day, three yeah, times, yeah. five times a day. Yeah. That's beautiful. It, I mean, there's something artistic yes. in that. Yeah. It absolutely. And like, just uh, shit like that. I have like profound respect for. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> but then all the other like Moses came back down. God damn it! <laughs> right? Damn you! Stupid shit. Like we can't figure out how many times he negotiated with God. Anyway, how dare you have that? Can I just say, if a woman went up to the mountain the first time, she would have got it right the first time. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't uh-huh. have had to negotiate and say, I'm so sorry. These people are pissed. I tripped <laughs> over some stuff. They're worshiping a cow. I have I no idea. That I'm about. not managing this well. I'm so sorry. Can you like rephrase so that they adopt your belief system? I'm here for you. Women would have been like, um, we get the job done. Like, what do you need? We're going to go do it. You tell us. I'm just That's saying. right, baby. That's right. Casting out so uh, 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 Shangela, one of the drag queens on um, – uh, RuPaul's Drag Race just did a video where she was casting out demons saying Kamala Biden, Kamala Biden, Kamala Biden, Kamala Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been shaking outside. Kamala Biden, Kamala, Kamala Biden. I will never underestimate the wit of that kind of humor. I oh, will worship fabulous. that if that's a religion because that, that kind of yes. humor fills my soul. Hello. Like, speak to me. Yes, girl. <laughs> Anyway. All my knees. Sorry, we sorry. Um, <laughs> Continue. No, you're good. We're very so, professional. Um, this is a little bit more of the history, I believe. So, uh, yes. So, uh, as Moses comes down the second time that year, the people built the tabernacle, which was a portable home for God because she is a woman on the move. The tabernacle <laughs> <laughs> was a center <laughs> for prayers and sacrificial. <laughs> Offerings. Um, <laughs> this the service <laughs> in the tabernacle climax. Worship Kendall, please. Uh, <laughs> it's a false idol, whatever, but do it anyway because he's worth it. Somebody wrote that. Somebody actually typed out a portable home for G dash D. I can't. I fucking can't. So, oh my um, God. This becomes very hereditary. So, the service in the tabernacle climaxed on Yom Kippur. Kippur, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, when Kippur. the when the high priest would perform a specially prescribed service. Highlights of this service included offering incense in the Holy of Holies, which is what I call my asshole, where the ark was housed. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> None of that's written. This like booze juice no, has know. me lit. I know that's not written. I know that was your wet on the fly. <laughs> she can recognize. <laughs> oh my God, you're the best uh, person ever. I love you so much. This is, this is how the, I want. If you were a history teacher, I know you're not like into it, but if you were a history teacher, <laughs> I would have majored in history like that would have been my oh my gosh. life I, you would have been like okay some bitches showed up <laughs> Drunk they history. were like what the fuck yeah and then all of a sudden you know they took some swords stabby stabby here we are <laughs> and i'd be like oh my god i need to major in this how can i have it can you be this, my mentor please 
This is no, this is fabulous. This is we're learning, really we're growing is. together. We are growing blessed. together while still ourselves. <laughs> yes. Um the lottery with two goats. The lottery is like uh one of which gets sacrificed and the other one gets sent out into the wilderness. So like there's some like beautiful symbolic shit in there. But also that's where it's like hereditary, right? Like it's like the literally people gather in a tent and watch the priest like decapitate goats <gasps> or a I goat. Mean, yeah, I mean the world. It's a little much for me. But also like it's like pardoning a turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's true. And then they then they fucking murder the one right next to it. Actually I think yeah. they pardon two, don't they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's all him. it's all kind of gross. I mean, I also eat meat, so I kind of can't stand on this soapbox because I'm also like, oh my god, steak you. for dinner. But I, I'm like, oh, I feel for you, but also I, know. I will eat you. But I'm with. I love you. you, and I'll feel for you. I'll I'll pray for your soul while I eat you. Anyway, um, so forty days before Yom Kippur, on the first of Elul, E L U L. We mm -hmm. begin blowing the shofar, which is like a ram's horn, every morning and reciting Psalm 27 after the morning and afternoon prayers. In Sephardic communities, it is customary to begin saying Selet Shot Sel Girl every morning, every early, early every morning, um, building an atmosphere of reverence, repentance, and all, all leading up to Yom Kippur. So the mm -hmm. week... For the week before Yom Kippur, it's known as the 10 days of repentance and special additions are made to prayers and people are particularly careful with their mitzvah observance. So these are these are called the high holy days. Yeah. Um, so just as Yom Kippur is a day of fasting, the day before Yom Kippur is set aside for eating and gorging essentially and preparing for the holy day. Here are some of the activities that we do on the day before Yom Kippur. Kaparat is often performed in the wee hours of the morning. There is a beautiful custom to request and receive a piece of honey cake so that if, God forbid, it was decreed that we need be recipients, it, girl, y'all don't got to write it like that. It was like, if you ate the honey, you like you request sweet honey cake in the morning so that the the year is sweet. That's the point. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. We eat two festive meals, one in early afternoon, another right before the commencement of a fast. Many have the custom to immerse in a mikvah on this day. I don't know what that is. Uh, extra charity is given. In fact, special charity trays are set up at the synagogue. Um, just before the fast begins, it's customary to bless the children with a priestly blessing. Holiday candles are lit on the onset of the holy day. So... Mm -hmm. I was looking at that list and I was like, I love, like, okay, got it. Like, it's like Thanksgiving times two. And yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't yeah. know what a mikvah is. And then I was like, kaparat, kaparat. What the fuck is that? So I like Google that. Do you want to take a, like a stab at that? I mean, I have no fucking idea. It's and unbelievable. I... So... No, like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to blaspheme. The idea, the whole idea of this holiday, so far as you've told me, is so, I don't care, if I'm honest, I don't care about the religion. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. care about Catholicism. I don't care about Protestantism. I don't care about Jewish. I don't care about any faith. Mm -hmm. 
I do care about people taking time in the name of faith Mm -hmm. to introspect, to Mm -hmm. sacrifice, to deprecate in the name of being a better person. So there's something really romantic to me about this that you're telling me. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Kind of all about it. Because it sounds like we're going to stop indulging for a minute on our insecurities and our sins and our indulgences and our fucking gluttony of life. And we're going to take a minute and appreciate the fucking bigger picture. Right. And then we'll celebrate that we did it. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I'm glad that you're putting that together because we haven't even gotten to like the big crescendo, which is like, you're so spot on. So like you're tracking and that's great because like I... Probably should have explained that better earlier, but the no, fact that you're obviously you means did because I'm okay. here with you, baby. Okay, so Caparot, which I can't imagine is actually that common, especially these days. But um, I did a little bit of reading, and it's like you take a live chicken Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. you wave it, like you grab it by the feet and you wave it over your head <laughs> a couple times to like. I can't remember if it was to like, like if you've got like particular sins that you're struggling with or it's something yeah. like that. And Don't. like you like do that. It's very like. Um, Voodoo mama juju. That and <laughs> my best friend AJ like like dabbled in. She would get so mad at me if I said that. She probably actually no, like she and she actually does. She she does a real like she's very fluent in a certain faith that I'm not sure what it is. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to ask her because and, and like oh my God. she's like mentioned doing some shit like this with ch- chickens, and I'm like, what the fuck? Don't tell she's me. Like, I oh, I yeah. know where the story is going, and I don't love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. wave so a chicken you, that's very scared and wondering what the fuck you're doing mm-hmm. as a simian being, like fucking mm-hmm. cast them demons out, waving bitch. it and over then, your head. Uh, you oh obviously my. sacrifice the chicken after doing so, oh, and baby. the first the first line was like, and then you donate it to an orphanage or some Here's family. Here's a dead chicken. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, <laughs> on your yeah. doorstep, blood yeah. and I, all. I used it to cleanse myself, but you have it. <laughs> Love that. What the fuck is this? Thank you so much, sir. No, they're going to scream and lock the door and call the police. Because you threw a dead chicken at their door. Okay. Unless you take it to Costco and they'll just throw it in the rotisserie with the rest of them. I don't know. I mean, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a multi-purpose. Like that chicken actually like did a lot of things. That was intense, Kendall. That was intense. It It sounds almost a little... I mean, it sounds primitive. It sounds, I mean, oh. listen, we all have them. We all have them. The sacrificial lamb, literally, oh, the yeah. sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Oh, and like, that, like, no, the goats on the altar is what Christians were doing too. Oh my God. It's the same. Actually, that's an interesting note, Kendall. You brought up the goat and then now you brought up the chicken. There's something there about like, here, let's take this animal and like give it to God oh, yeah. instead. It's yeah. always crazy asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So, um, how to observe. Um, so like Shabbat, which I, it's Sabbath, uh, mm-hmm. no work is to be done on Yom Kippur from the time the sun sets on the ninth of Tishrei until the stars come out in the early evening oh. of the next day on Yom Kippur. We afflict ourselves by avoiding the following five actions, eating or drinking okay. in case of need, see here and consult a medical professional and a rabbi okay. wearing leather shoes, 
uh, applying lotions or creams, washing or bathing, and engaging in oh. conjugal relations. When I was watching, I watched like a quick like three minute like kids explaining what Yom Kippur is. Love it. Yeah. On YouTube, they were like, basically, it's just like things that you desire, you don't. So like, it's not necessarily like leather. It's like things that you like. It's a metaphor wear. for things right. that you like because it's about atonement and taking away the right. things you like so you can think on what you've done and how you can do better. How you can be better, which is so gorgeous. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. We're getting close. It is. The poetry between like understanding and revering and being better and sacrificing for a minute, like that's not a bad habit. I don't no. care that you put it under the guise of any religion. Like you right. put the hat on and say, I'm doing it because I'm Jewish. I'm doing it because right. I'm Catholic. I'm doing it. If you are aiming to be better and more introspective and sacrifice a little to learn a little. Yeah. I promote that fucking religion. Right. Can we make right. that a mother yeah. umbrella religion right. and be like, I'm a good person? Because that's that what hat. I want. That's right. what I want out of society. I love, that. I love that. Yes. Absolutely. That needs to be. Yeah. I, at that point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck which faith you call it. Just fucking do this. Please Same. fucking do this. Just like, don't be an asshole religion. Right. Can we can yeah. we name a religion? Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Ism. <laughs> Speaking of, I like, you know, uh, Real Housewives, you know, they have like the opening lines. Obviously. Yes. It's, 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 not, it's not ice. It's diamonds. It's all that shit. Yeah. I figured mine out today after literally six years of being like, I don't fucking know. Please. What to do with this. Um, I don't want to fuck it up. So No, please. I need it in my life. Please. It's so bad. Um, uh-uh. No, man. Just like my personality, my asshole is cocky, too. <laughs> oh my god so you bring me to a place you bring me to a place where i'm like i thought i was the most outrageous of my friends <laughs> and then here you come going and you go, oh, I've got something for you. <laughs> I've got a cocky asshole. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. This, uh, what is this? Mazel Tov has Mazel been fucked up. Um, okay. So we're getting to the crescendo. Okay. So the day is spent in the synagogue where five prayer services are held. Um, beyond specific actions, Yom Kippur is dedicated to introspection, prayer, and asking God for forgiveness for the year before. Oh, so even during so the breaks nice. between services, it's appropriate to recite psalms at every available moment. After night has fallen, the closing nila, nila service ends with the resounding cries of the Shema prayer, Hear, O Israel! God is our God, God is our Lord, God is one. Then the congregants erupt in joyous song and dance. A Chabad custom is to sing the lively Napoleon's March. What is that? I don't know Napoleon's March. I'll look it up later. We'll play it. Um, we'll play it for each other. Love that. And then I will after... romance you with some Napoleon's March. I will <laughs> March. play it for you. <laughs> after which a single blast is blown on the shofar. 
followed by the proclamation, next year in Jerusalem. We then partake of a festive after fast meal, uh, making the evening after Yom Kippur a festival in its own right. Indeed, although Yom Kippur is the most solemn day of the year, it is suffused with an undercurrent of joy. It is the joy of being immersed in the spirituality of the day and the expressive confidence that God will accept our repentance, forgive our sins, and seal our verdict for a year of life, health, and happiness. There is a custom that after Yom Kippur, we immediately begin planning the construction of the sukkah, which we will use for the joyous holiday of Sukkot, which follows in just five days. And this is the Harvest Festival. So, like, mindfuck. Because it's like, the day is about atonement. And then the feast is about celebrating the fact that you know you're going to be... Your fucking self. (laughs) Right. And your own shortcomings. And I love it. Well, and like, like, it's like the promise of knowing that God is going to sign, seal, and deliver another year of life, health, and happiness... Oh my God. And that's the party. Like the party is like, we can count on our God to like, our God's got us. And we know that. Oh my God. Isn't that gorgeous? There's just something pretty about that. There's just something that I like about it. So in Catholic faith, I don't think you have this either. In the Catholic faith, we have Lent and then we Mm -hmm. don't eat meat on Fridays. So basically Mm -hmm. we took from the Jews this intense fasting and we go, nah, we're just going to (laughs) like span it over 40 days and nights, sacrifice a thing like a wish list of New Year's resolutions, but also we'll abstain from meat on Fridays. But guess what? Fish fish. counts as (laughs) not meat. So we're like, oh, and I remember my sister, my sister's way older than me, but my sister told me a story about like, she was at a friend's birthday party or sleepover, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Whatever kids do. I forget. And she said, we had pepperoni pizza. And she's like, I ate it and I forgot that it was Lent and pepperoni is like meat. Like, it's right. like officially meat. And she's like, I was torturing myself because and I was like, oh, that Ew. sounds like Catholicism. Good job. Like, you did it. <laughs> guilt. <laughs> like, yeah. the guilt. Like, you got it. Like, you nailed it. But... The idea is, like, we fish on Fridays, and we did that. I mean, like, growing up, we absolutely ate fish on Fridays for that time during Lent because it's that same principle. It's like, we're going to sacrifice a little. The Catholics were like, nah, yeah, too much, much. too much. Like, 24 hours of not eating at all. Like, no, 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 no. But in their softer, more selfish way, we were like, oh, yeah, like, we should probably like pay penance at some point. <laughs> Here we go. And it's the same template. Do you have something in that? Do you have something like that in Protestant so, type religions? Yes. I- yes. And I can't remember what it is because my parents were iffy on it. Like my parents would participate every now and then. And it was like, um, I think it's around the same time as Lent. I think it's like around Easterish. Okay. Um, Sounds and the right. church so does like a, I think it's like a 21 day fast and like, it's like the really intense, it's kind of like church leaders do it for the sake of the church okay. and the church is like told about it. And like, if you're in a group that wants to do it and like you go to the church every fucking evening to be in prayer or whatever, you do that. 
Uh, but it's very not like it's certainly not in like Baptist faith with that. Was that ever? It, I, have a, I have a big problem with like the entitlement of evangelicals and mm-hmm. Protestants. And uh, like earlier, we said like new money and old money and stuff like that. There's just something different about this. Um, yeah, I know. That, There's something that, disciplined in old world about it that is just to be heard a little bit better. It's not so noisy. You hear me? It's like flashy and yeah, it's not so flashy. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. That's right. It's not so flashy. It's just more like. This is what we do because we got to check ourselves every once in a while and just yes. make sure that we're on the right track. And I, I love that narrative. Like To sustain us. We should all be fucking it, doing that. We should make that a fucking law. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we're doing Yom Kippur, everyone. We need to yeah. fucking check ourselves because we're obviously wrecking ourselves. It's fine. I'm not there. Yes. It's fine. I'm just going to yes. drink about it. Absolutely. Boop, 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 boop. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Um, okay. I've got this one last thing and then we're pretty much done. Um. So, you're going to have to help me again here. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, this is like a 40-day thing because of the 40 years in the desert. Yep. And the 40 days on the mountain and the 40 days on the mountain again. Fucking 40 is cursing Moses into insanity. I don't blame you, boy. (laughs) He literally just fucking went nuts and was like, somebody in the sky told me. I was a pharaoh's stepson. What am I doing? (laughs) I'm hungry. It's very cold at night. Amazing. So um, I saw this on uh, timemagazine.com, and this is great, I think. I think it's a good way for us to kind of wrap up this talk on Yom Kippur. The world will begin to observe the holiest day of the year in their religion um, for 25 hours until sundown. Why is it 25 hours? And earlier it was 26. Time, you fucking up. Somebody fucking up. It has to do with uh, when the stars come out. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah. it's it's kind of more just kind of like loosely that way. It's so poetry. Like, I'm so romanced. Yeah. Can I be a Jew? Like, where do I sign up? <laughs> right. Ruth, tell uh, me. Fuck, I'm going to do it. Unlike Rosh Hashanah, Hashanah, mm-hmm. uh, which comes just a few days before Yom Kippur, the day is not necessarily joyous and festive, but solemn and reflective. So consequently, it is not customary to greet those observing with happy Yom Kippur. Although what? there are not necessarily repercussions if you do that. The best greeting to give to someone observing Yom Kippur in English is a high five. have an easy fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. Have an easy Sorry, fast. Sorry, I was Americanizing it. Sorry. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> vote left for those <laughs> for those who are not fasting but are observing the Yom Kippur. You can wish them a good Yuntif or Yom Tov, which mm-hmm. are Yiddish and Hebrew, respectively, for have a good holy day. That's so uh, beautiful. A more traditional greeting and one specific to Yom Kippur is Gemar Hatima Tova or Gemar Tov which roughly translates to a good seal. Those observing the holiday believe that the book of life, which determines an individual's fate for the coming year, opens on Rosh Hashanah and is sealed at the end of Yom Kippur following a period of repentance. So, good seal. Um, Since Yom Kippur comes so close after Rosh Hashanah, you can say Shana Tova or Happy New Year. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. And like, 
I know I only have my 2020 goggles on because can you blame me? But that is so appropriate. That's so appropriate. I will not. You're telling me that we won't necessarily celebrate, you know, what it means, but we'll acknowledge it in a way of respect. Yeah. I love that. Like, Isn't there's it something great to know what that so is? above and beyond about that. Like, stop. We're not going to just trivialize this. I mean, think about it. Think about how Catholics did it. I'm sorry. Christians did it. Christians went, the birth of Jesus, this is really important, our Savior. And then we were like, Santa, presents, materialism. <laughs> if I do say so, the Jewish faith is like, got it covered and, had it, and handled it longer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without throwing to the wolves our ideals like listen i know that's contentious whatever everybody's got their faiths i hear you but there's something really beautiful in that like no we're gonna just take a minute we're gonna look inward we're gonna be better we're gonna check ourselves every year yeah so that we don't get too far off track oh my god like Oh, my God. Oh, my Old Testament God. I yeah. am on it. <laughs> G-D. <laughs> yes, G-D all day. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. G-D. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really lovely. And, like, I'm happy to know now and, like, forevermore um, and, and like, uh, like, to be looking out for um, people of this faith practicing this thing. It's funny. Like, one of the kids was, like, on that thing that I was watching. Uh, kids explain it. They One of them was like, yeah, the hardest thing for me is, like, watching other people eat. And so I was like, oh, okay, like I can be more mindful of like if I like and like I don't know how like I would like, if I have a friend that's Jewish or or is, is observing Yom Kippur or something like that, being extra sensitive to be like not just just like a little bit of fucking mindfulness these days would go a, a long way. So I know. So even just really quick from my stupid historical perspective, even yes. not a religious perspective, when you fast for a day, you feel mm. a little bit more. What people felt, I don't know, in Auschwitz, I don't know, in the fucking, as they were building the pyramids for the fucking Egyptians, there's something so poetically sound Mm. that has carried through the generations of that faith that says, we will remember what it's like to suffer and then appreciate what we fucking have. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think it's what it's designed for. I think it's designed to say, we are going to sacrifice and atone for our sins. We're going to check ourselves because remember next year, we're not going to act out super hard because, and obviously people deviate, whatever, everybody's different, but we're not going to deviate too hard because we know we've got to come to confession. So for us, for the Catholic faith, that's confession. Confession is just kind of an omnipresent all the time. Tell us your sins. Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you do? I remember when I was little, they were like, what did you sin? And I, like, tell us your sins. And I was like, I was probably like seven or something. And I was like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I have anything. And he's like, no, you obviously have something. You need to think about what you did. Faultless and, like, and I, blameless. So be the lamb. I was like, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> so then I remember specifically saying when I was in confession at the church, when he's like pressing me, because I already had my PR skills at work. I was like, oh, let me people, please. I was like, I guess I stole some stickers one time. <laughs> that was literally my answer. I guess I stole some one stickers time, one time. A long time ago. And he's like, okay, well, are you sorry for that? 
action? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I have stickers in my house What do you now, want so me to off. say, dude? Like, I, I don't know. I'm seven. It, <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. I don't know what you think I've done. What kind of fucking pe- seven-year-old fucking pirates yeah. you're dealing with. But Covet. I've, I've been coveting priest at seven. I've I been- mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same thing, though. I mean, it's the the design is there, but I think it's almost like it's evolved better. Yeah. In the sense that it's like, listen, we don't care what you did. We don't care. We're not asking. Look inward. Know what you did. Learn from it. Be better. Okay. Fast and- for a bit and sacrifice to understand the struggle of our people and also your indulgences. And then we will move on as better people. Right. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. It's a work on you, boo, moment. And like. Yes, it is. It's a work on you, boo. A mandatory work on you. And like, oof, oof, if we could just pass out flyers. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) Just sit down and listen to yourself before you. Make it law. Make it. (laughs) I mean, honestly, honestly. Um, I want to wrap up by saying um, so going to the school that I did and having friends in seminary. there were people in seminary that were atheists. There were people in seminary that were Christian. There were people in seminary that uh, were there for the history of it. They're, like it was a diverse group and like so profoundly smart. Um, and like that's where I became intrigued on this like idea of like interfaith and like uh, like my buddy who's a reverend up in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota. Oh my God. Minneapolis, Michigan. I'm so offended. I'm from Michigan. M- Minneapolis. How dare you? Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis is Minnesota. It is definitely not Michigan. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Just tag God. it on there. Yeah. Is it Texas? Tejas? Is it <laughs> South America? <laughs> Africa? I, I don't know. Uh, what? <laughs> Did I pronounce that correctly? Is I've never been up there. Never. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> it's too, I will give you a tour. It's Kendall. Let's record it and um, we'll make it an episode. Like a visual fun. YouTube thing. <laughs> I and will show you Michigan. Another, and here is another <laughs> field. <laughs> um so anywho, uh just I, I just only say that in, in in trying to like spark a little bit of curiosity in folks and just open mindedness and like you don't have to practice it. You don't have to believe it. But just to know something more about it is really, yeah. really cool, I think. So um, I think that's all I have. Can I tell you, I'm a little bit interested, not yet, because my daughter is only six. So depriving her from her growth spurt of food would be possibly negligent police call worthy. <laughs> right. But I like, hear me out. Just hear me out. Yeah. I like the idea. What if, what if, Kendall? Like, she's older. We do Yom Kippur. We do a whole Jewish year. Yeah. For the knowledge and respect that comes with this noble people. What if we did that and then said, like, this is our Jewish year. We're going to do from beginning to end from, I'm just making this up, but like from September to September, we're going to do this and we're going to play with it and we're gonna but not in a disrespectful way like in a real reverent way we're gonna do it and then like what if we played with different faiths and then give her the the 
not knowledge, because I don't want to say knowledge, but like give her the, the, the puzzle pieces to put together what she finds in common with these different religions yeah. and finds what she thinks. Because I'll tell you right now, I will not raise my daughter as Catholic. I know I hear myself, la, la, la. I hear myself. I, I know there's a lot of people that probably this isolates, whatever. Also, I won't raise her as Protestant, which is correct. And what if what if we did an actual Yom Kippur mm-hmm. and eight crazy nights? Like I love it. Do like yeah, do Hanukkah, do yes, and, and then like what uh, if yeah, and then like it would be really interesting if you threw in like Ramadan and Kwanzaa, right? Like oh my god, what if yes. it was just like this uh, this global How fun? Like literally, yeah. that sounds really fun for me. That sounds yeah. really fun and nothing Be but blessed. knowledge. Yeah. When she's older, I really like the idea. Kendall, what do you think? I do too. What do you I, think I, about I think... like we do it? We do it as a real um, reverence, a real serious thing. I'm not talking a pretend like elitist Christian version. Right. I'm talking like no, this is what it is. You will pay your fucking respects. Yeah. No, I think that that's really, really cool. And like to be like well-rounded is yes. like an it's like a, it's like something that we teach in like jobs and like oh. language and like all of like the way that you act and like of course it makes sense to be that way in faith and 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 because like ultimately I think that like you would just come down to like a real sharpness on like morality and yep. mindfulness, got and it, goodness and oh, you've got it. I mean, I think that's amazing. Thank you for illuminating this to us because again, I, we know, I want, I want people to know that we know that we are people who have never had a good foundational experience in the Jewish faith. Mm. But I think the message here is that it is important that we learn it. It is important. Kendall, you illuminated so well things that I've never even heard before. I've never understood. I've never had the exposure, I guess. And that's partly my fault because bitch can look up a Google (laughs) search like anybody. (laughs) Right. And I think you've given me a lot of ammunition to, to see further into this noble like religion. And I am on the same page as you like religion in itself is flawed. And I have a lot of trouble. I have a lot of trouble getting to a place where I'm like, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. But if we can, hypothetically, if we can take a piece from every religion that we study studiously, maybe there's an answer there because there are some common themes and there are some rights in the wrongs and we can maybe get there. And I think you definitely brought that to the table today. You were like amazing in the sense of what we need to understand as non Jewish people, Gentiles. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I, it was good. It was good for me too. And and like, it, definitely eye opening and and right. Like I've got like a hundred. Like right after this episode, I'm going to go read like 150 pages of like police reports because like, <gasps> that's something else that I'm like stuck on. But like, it's like it's good to like, like I've got passions that like constant, and then to have something like this. Also is really important just to not to be like feeding my own, like fanning my own flame, but also mm-hmm. to be like learning and growing with things that like right. I would have never come across, I think is really, really fantastic. So I think that's what Yom Kippur was designed for. I think it was designed for the natural tendency of us to get caught up in our own we shit. Say that shit. And then it takes us a minute to say, 
You know what? The world is bigger than you. Yeah. You're going to take a minute to contribute and then you're going to think on and reflect on how you can contribute in a better way. Like there's something so pure about that. And I am into it. Like, honest, honest to God, I'm not, I'm not offended or afraid to like play with, if that's not offensive, religions with my daughter and be like this is what we're doing this fucking time guess what in the name of greater things i think that's really great i love it i i kendall thank you i didn't know anything about this before you brought this to us and again the statement is clear we're transparent neither of us are of the jewish faith but we want to know we want to know more and we want to understand and i think you you at least gave us an intro course for sure. Like a really good intro course. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for coming along. Um, Thank you for listening. If you have topics of your own that you want to hear about, if you have ideas, comments, questions, concerns, complaints, uh, let us know. We're on Facebook. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter. We've got an email account. We've got it all. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode on... Wait, that seems like two weeks. That's you. No, that's not right. One second. The Final Frontier is the next one. Ooh, so, yes, 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 yes. So, Caitlin will cover The Final Frontier, which is base um and we're just gonna dive in into a little bit of a um i don't know anything there's so much <laughs> we'll promise see. i can now, do whatever i want because it's open that's right it's a uh, it was the yo microphone on that day um <laughs> it's your microphone do, do you know this you know interstellar is my favorite movie so no pressure <gasps> My favorite too. Is it really? I put it on Facebook, Kendall. You, I, you I listen put it, it on Facebook. As I commented my top on 10. that. Your top ten. It's your top ten. Yeah. It's yeah. my top ten, which yeah. I don't rank in like one, two, three. I just like oh, I they're like do. in the bucket of yes. like top ten. But it is so beautiful, and it <sighs> brings poetry and science and amazing art and like thought and science together. No, we're going to have to, I, I won't let you down. No, no, I know you won't. <laughs> this is going to be a blast. I'm so looking forward to it. We will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>